And welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Visit us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and join the conversation there this morning. In the studio with me, we're proud to have with us Sharon Draper, New York Times bestselling author. The title of her latest book is Blended. The book comes out on October 30th in just a few weeks. It's our pleasure to welcome Cincinnati's own Sharon Draper. I'm so glad to be here with you today. Yeah, we go way back and it's really, really, honestly, it's really good to see you. Yes, it's been many years we've known each other. Yeah. So, all right. So let's talk about this now. You've been writing children's books for probably about a little over 20 years now. Yes. So what's the biggest change you've seen in the industry since you started writing? Well, probably I think the biggest change would be the electronic aspect of it. Uh, books are available now. Kids can read books on their phones, on their iPads, on their devices. But when I talk to young people, uh, they tell me they like the idea of holding a physical book in their hands still. And that's an important thing. So I hope we don't lose that. Okay. And so I think sometimes we are, at least for myself, you know, it's the latest thing. It's the coolest thing. Sometimes we resist change, but I think that is a realistic change. Yes, it is. But there will always be books to hold in the hand because sometimes the power goes out and you need to read a book. <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. Now, you're known for tackling some really tough issues in your books, especially your young adult novels. How do you decide which topics to write about? And why is it important for you as a writer to have these young people explore these issues on the pages of your books? I don't really plan to delve into an issue. The issue kind of develops as the characters develop. So, and it's like, okay, I'm going to have to deal with this in this book. The books kind of talk to me as I'm writing them. And I'm, I never know at the end what's going to happen until I get there. Really? Never. I, you, you just start writing it. It just really. I have an idea of where I think it should end, but it never, ever goes there. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. So do kids ever reach out to you? You know, you're talking about these really important subjects. Do children ever, young people ever reach out to you and say, hey, I went through that or this was my experience. You captured it or whatever. Yes, absolutely. I get dozens and dozens of emails every day. And young people write to me and say, I loved your book. It was about my life. It made me feel better about myself. I understand some things now because of reading your book. So books can change lives and books can help young people. So I don't plan to teach moralistic things, but I do hope that the whatever the characters in the book are going through, kids who read it can identify with that. Okay. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear in the studio with New York Times bestselling author, my good friend, Sharon Draper. She's joined us this morning. Now, your last book, Stella by Starlight, which was nominated for NAACP Image Award, um, that was almost, what, four years ago? So what do you authors do in the meantime between Stella by Starlight and Blended? I think about what I need to do next. <laughs> uh, sometimes I do absolutely nothing at all to clear my brain. Uh, and then ideas start to appeal to me and I start jotting down notes. And then those notes become 
an idea and the idea becomes a story. It takes about two years to even fully develop what the story is going to be. And then sometimes six months to a year before it's it's ready for publication. Okay, so do you have multiple stories? You know, you're jotting down this, you're jotting down that. This will be this book, that will be that book, or it just happens in an organic way? Well, right now I have two blobs sitting on my desk that are not yet books but are maybe ideas. So I'm not sure. One is about a girl and one is about a boy, and I think I need to write a book about a boy because I haven't written one in a while. Okay, good, good. All right, now I know that you visit a lot of – um, schools. You spend a lot of time on the road traveling, and you're always in demand as a speaker. Do you write when you're on the road? I rarely write on the road. Okay. Rarely. Um, because I have to be in my happy place, in my safe <laughs> place, in my house with my computer and the window that I can look out the window and see the changing of the leaves and the snow falling. And I just can't write on the road. I might jot down some notes. I might jot down some ideas, but I don't compose on the road, no. Okay. So what do writers do? What do you guys do for relaxation? Because most of us, we go on vacation, we get a nice book, we relax. That doesn't seem like it's going to be relaxing for a writer. But hey, what do I know? Um, I I do like vacations in Florida because that's where my children and my grandchildren live. So I, I like to go to the beach. Um, I have recently taken up ballroom dancing. Wow, look and, at that. Yes. And so I do that on Friday nights. I go ballroom dancing and sometimes we do competitions and you get to buy beautiful gowns and you <laughs> dance across the floor. And it's just delightful. And there is a rhythm to music and to dancing that is the same thing as as writing in a way because there's a rhythm, there's a pattern to it. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy that. Okay, so we're going to see a ballroom dancing book. I just know it. It's, it's coming from you, Sharon Draper. Eventually. Eventually. All right. Okay, so let's talk about the new book. The title of the new book is Blended, and I'm currently reading the book. I'm engrossed in the book. Tell us about the new book, Blended, and what inspired you to write this particular book. When I visit schools, I see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of young people during the course of a of a school visit or a week in a in a particular city. And young people often ask questions and they often want to know about things that are going on in their lives. And they like the fact that in my books, there are things that are happening in the lives of the characters that might happen to them. And I see lots and lots of young people who are living in family situations that are out of their control. Uh, if you are 11 years old, you have no say over whether you live with your mother or your father. You have no say over if there is a divorce in your family. The child doesn't have a say over which parent they will live with and how many days a week or a month they will live with that parent. Uh, it's set up by the courts, and the children have no voice. So in Blended, I gave the main character, Isabella, a voice about that. Okay, good. So that's a good lead into to my next question. Tell me about the book, Blended. Blended is about a girl named Isabella. Uh, her father calls her Isabella because he's very proper. Mm -hmm. And he lives in Indian Hill. 
And her mother calls her Izzy because that's what she is to her mom. She feels like, you know, that's what her mom calls her. And her father and her mother do not get along at all. Uh, But they both love Isabella. They love Izzy. They just don't love each other anymore. Izzy loves her mom. She loves her dad. She spends a week with her mom and a week with her dad. And she hates it because she has to go back and forth. Her life, she said once that there are 52 weeks in a year, and she has her calendar marked off. Green weeks for dad, orange weeks for mom. There are no weeks for me. Mm, Wow. Powerful, powerful. So this, you dive into some timely issues. You talk about one of the important issues in this book in particular is um, racial identity, because the main character, that's something that she struggles with. Yes. Um, Isabella's mom is white. Her father is African-American. And uh, so Izzy doesn't know exactly what she is. She identifies as black because that's what she is, but she loves her mom and she doesn't want to deny her mom half of her. So she says sometimes she feels like a milkshake all mixed together. And you can't really tell what I am because once you mix the chocolate and the vanilla together in a milkshake, it's something completely different. And that's what she is. So there are some racial issues that come up in the book. And um, there's an issue at the end of the book that will blow you away. And I can say that because you haven't finished Uh, it. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet. So I can't wait. I can't wait to be blown away. Now, you know, you touched on something. We talked about the... um, the racial identity, but there are some other divides in the book that you do a really good job of covering as well. You know, there's that social economical thing because the dad is on one spectrum in terms of where they live. And I first, and one thing that I like, you use a lot of Cincinnati references. I guess the book is, is based here in Cincinnati. Yes, it takes place in Cincinnati, although it could be any city. Okay. It's because you talk about Indian Hill because that's where the dad yes. in, in the book lives. Um, can't haven't figured out quite where the mom lives. I don't think I said what part of town the mom lives, but they go downtown to the music hall. They go to concerts. Uh, her big recital at is at UC is at the University of Cincinnati. Um, they go to Graders. Graders is actually very important in the story. Okay, good. Uh, that's her favorite ice cream place. So Graders figures uh, oh. very. Significantly. Okay, so let's talk about this whole um, social economical thing that you guys you have going on in the book because that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother blend. Yes, she's blended in a lot of different ways. Uh, Dad's a lawyer that and he's done quite well. Mom works for Waffle House and she does quite well also, but just not as well as the father who tends to be a little bit stiff and a little bit stuffy and. Uh, because he feels like it's important for him to project an image of being proper. And Izzy's 11. She doesn't really care about that. She just wants, you know, to be, feel close to her dad. Okay. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. For more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. In the studio with me, we're joined by Sharon Draper, New York Times bestselling author, former Cincinnati school teacher here, former National Teacher of the Year. Um, the book is due out on October 30th. It's called Blended. Now, one thing that I really like in the book is that there's a scene. I don't know if you call it a scene in a book. Yes. But there's a scene where they're going into a store 
and the dad is really trying to talk to his daughter about, you know, racism and things like that. It's he has this important conversation, I feel, with his daughter at 11 years old about race. I think that's really important. Uh, I think as the father talks to the to Isabella in the story, he's also talking to young people who are reading the book because the voices that I give the characters in the book are for the readers. And so they can identify with where they are socioeconomically. And the father didn't look down on the mother for that, and neither did Izzy, and I don't think I did as the writer. It's just this is the way things are. And uh, her mother provided for her sufficiently, and uh, her father liked to show off. (laughs) (laughs) All right, good, good. So, But I was glad to see that honest, open communication because I think that's something important. And I think it might, in a lot of ways, inspire young people that read this book to begin a dialogue with their own parent, maybe about race or something, something else. Yes. And it doesn't really matter what race you are if you read the book, because the the things that Isabella goes through has to do with being 11 and being confused about growing up and what direction her life should go in. It's and it's just wrapped in the package of her parents and that incident at the end at Graders that I'm not going to tell you about. <laughs> All right, good. You got to keep teasing me about that one. All right. So you touched on this, but one of the key other key elements in the book, you know, as you talked about is divorce. What when you talk to young people and, you know, uh, what do they say about divorce? I, a long time ago, I was reading something or I saw something. Our friend told me a story about how there was her daughter had a friend. And her friend was like, my parents are getting a divorce. And she wasn't upset. She was like, I'm going to be like everybody else now. I get two homes. I get two, Mm -hmm. you know. What kind of attitudes do young people today have about divorce? Young people cope with whatever parents give them because they have no choice. If you are 11 years old, you have no choice. Mm -hmm. And so they cope. And if you don't cope, then you end up with stress and problems in school. So the vast majority of them cope with the decisions that adults make. They have no choice over that. They just deal with it. All right. Are you out on the road to promote the book, going places, doing a book tour? What is that like, and what are you looking forward to there? Yes, I'm going to be on a book tour for the next, oh, 20 or 30 days. I'll be in and out of town. I'm going to California and Texas and Chicago and uh, several other places that I don't even remember, but I'm I'm <laughs> going to hit a lot of cities, and I hope that I'll be able to talk to young people, and I'm going to encourage them to ask questions about the topics that are covered in the book. All right, and exactly what are you looking forward to talking to these young people about? You have to be careful with young people. You can't, you don't want to interfere in their life, mm-hmm. but they have opinions, and it's the kind of thing that as an English teacher, I would have them write about. What, how do you feel about this? What is your opinion about this? Isabella writes poetry, uh, mostly for school assignments and usually not very well. But, <laughs> but there's poetry in the book that she writes where she expresses how she feels about the situation. She's very confused and she's very unhappy and she would much rather see her mom and dad together. 
but that's not realistic. Okay. So I just have a quirky question. You know, you're a writer and you, you write in this book and you have to write bad poetry for an 11 year old. <laughs> How do you do that? It wasn't so hard to write bad poetry. Really. I have some really bad poetry saved someplace. So it's okay. All right. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to Sharon Draper, New York Times bestselling author. The title of the new book is Blended. So we talked about some of the other projects that you're working on. We talked about the book tour. What else should we know about your life, Sharon Draper? What else is going on in your life that we should know about? Uh, well, um, did I mention the ballroom dancing? Yeah, I've you taken did. up the ballroom dancing. Um, I have, I'm trying to learn how to swim because I never learned how to swim. Mm. And actually, in several of my books, I have characters that can't swim. So maybe I can write a character that, that, that uh, succeeds. Although in the next book, there's a character that drowns. So maybe not. <laughs> but I, I've got this issue with water. But there's a character that coming up. The next book is, I think, a young adult book. It will be for an older age group, like 15, 16, 17. So the subject matter is a little bit more touchy. Um, in I don't have anybody lose their life in the books for middle grades. In the older books, mm, I can't guarantee that they're going to all make it to the end of the book. Okay, so let me ask you this now. You know, with books like Copper Sun and Out of My Mind, and you put these books out, you write them up, and you put them out into the world. You know, I've heard um, hit singers and songwriters say, I knew it was a big hit. When you write a book, do you know, okay, this is going to be the one, or this is going to be the one that appeals to everyone, or this is the one? As a writer, do you have that? think I might have with Out of My Mind. I knew Out of My Mind was special. I, I Maybe I felt good about that. Most of the time, I just hope that the book goes out there and touches the heart of somebody that needs to read it. And you don't write books for awards. You don't write books for for what might happen in the future. You don't write books for the movie that still has not been made yet. Thank you, Hollywood. Um <laughs> You write books for the young people that will pick them up and it will touch their heart. Okay. And one thing about you, Sharon Draper, you have an awesome website and you have a lot of information on there um, for educators. If their educators are listening, you have a book. Uh, I've actually taught from your books. I've taught from out of my mind. But you have a lot of the material all laid out for educators on your website. Yes. My website is SharonDraper.com and I'm in the process of upgrading it now so I can include the new book. Uh, thank you for reminding me that I haven't done that yet. Um, there are study questions for teachers. There are things that you can do. There's activities for every single book. And no, I haven't done the ones for Blended yet. Thank you, Rodney, for giving me homework. <laughs> All right. They, oh, I gave you a homework assignment. Wow, I'm loving that. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're out of time this morning. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. Again, the title of the new book is Blended, and it comes out October 30th. And people can pre-order the book as well. Yes, it's available for pre-order on Amazon and maybe on my website, but on Amazon for sure. Okay. And how did I forget this question? I know that you did the audio version of this book, right? That's right. That's the first of all of my books. That's the first time that I have done the audio. It was so much fun. I sat in a studio just like this for three whole days from early in the morning <laughs> to late in the afternoon reading the text of the book. It was awesome. Okay. So or when you're reading the book, you're like, 
Hey, well, well, I wrote that well. That was real weird. <laughs> I did get chill bumps a couple of times. I right, really good, did. Good, good, good. So what is it like to go to a bookstore and just to see your books displayed? What is that like? Or even, you know, when you want, when the Coretta Scott King Award or whatever, what is that like to have a New York Times bestseller? What is that like? It's humbling to to reach a certain pinnacle of success. It really is. Uh, the best part is my grandkids think I'm really cool. When we go into the bookstore, my grandkids all say, wow, look, your books are there. They are very impressed. So that makes me feel good. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we're out of time. I'll let you go. I'll let you go get started on your homework. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. All I've right. enjoyed this. All right. Thank you so much. And again, the website is? SharonDraper.com. All right. That's easy enough. And the new book is Blended, October 30th. Pre-sales go on right now. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. We've been talking to New York Times bestselling author and Cincinnati's own Sharon Draper. Again, the title of the book is Blended. And as I mentioned before, the book comes out October 30th and you can pre-order the book now. For more information or anything that you may have missed, visit our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Well, that's it for this edition of the show. I'm Rodney Lear. Until next week. Be encouraged. Listen to Sunday Morning Magazine no matter what day it is. Use your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear today.